I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Down podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. This is episode 126. Yeah. And welcome. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back. Aren't you, aren't you excited that we're back? I'm excited we're back. I mean, we were back last week, but this is even more back. Even more back. Just firmly entrenched. Back in the routine. Yeah. August Watcharama concluding this week. Ooh, I know. Ooh. Hope you enjoyed it. You might not get one next year. Or we might do a September Watcharama. Maybe. You know, it doesn't have to be August. No, that's true. It can be smooth, cool, <laughs> refreshing September Watcharama. Or maybe we'll, we will, and uh, I don't know. We don't maybe, know yet. Maybe December Watcharama. We'll just have all those episodes during the holiday, and we'll take December off, too. Or that. How about that? It's really our goal going forward <laughs> as we cross the 125 episode mark. It's like, how can we put as little effort into this endeavor as possible that's and still maintain the quality? Well, see, that yes. But that's always for anything. That's all you want to do. <laughs> how can you maintain the quality but put in less effort? Minimal effort, maximum quality. Yeah, because we want to give you good episodes with us. Your you favorites. need to be a Your pod mom and dad. Yeah. We'll take care of you. I mean, we won't leave you in a hot car. More or less. We'll crack a window. We'll crack a window. <laughs> Use some water. When we go in for cigarettes. <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. Uh, uh, if this is the type of thing you want in your life, soundcloud.com slash geekdownpod. All the episodes are there. Subscribe wherever you get your audio content. That's where we live. If you want to chide us for making jokes about abandoning children in hot, poorly ventilated cars, search a social. Search geekdownpod, one word. Google it. We're probably on it. Yep. I mean, and... Fair enough, but honestly, there's so many fires in the world, you have to laugh at something at some point. You really do. Yeah, or you'll just become like a shriveled up husk of a person. <laughs> Nobody wants a shriveled up husk. No, you, they want us flat, fat and plump. <laughs> Good thing you're here, Yeah, because that's what you got. Two plump fatties <laughs> talking about nerd shit. And food. If you would like to support our endeavor and make sure we stay this fat and plump. <laughs> Very important. I need more tea. The people want... Video snack episode, so that may be coming in the near future. Absolutely. Listen, will. so we're going to need a camera for that. We probably won't botch the audio this time. Fingers crossed. Because we, we have a sound, proper soundboard. Yep. But <laughs> uh, that requires money. If you'd like to support this endeavor, patreon.com slash geekdownpod or ko-fi, 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 ko-fi.com. Ko-fi. Ko-fi.com slash geekdownpod. If you want to contribute monthly to this podcast, we welcome that. If you just want to be like, hey, here's a toonie, go to kofi.com. We'll take we that too. Also appreciate that. And thank you to all of our supporters. We deeply appreciate it. And we will get you a bonus episode soon. Thank you for staying with us through our much-deserved hiatus. Thank you for supporting it. Yes. Our, our break, our time away. It was good. It was refreshing. It was. I, I feel refreshed. I am very refreshed. I'm feeling doubly refreshed because I'm not going to have to edit an episode next week because we're out of time this week, y'all. Yeah. We love being out of time. It makes me feel like I'm a time traveler. <laughs> you feel, do you feel like Doctor Who? No, I don't have two hearts. Oh, two, oh, two hearts. Yeah. I mean, my, I have a large, big heart because I love most of my fellow man and woman and they. But <laughs> I'm just trying to include everyone. Um, but you know what? Some people, mm, no, I can be locked in a hot car. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you are not welcome. Yeah. People who are mean and who yell at other people on fandoms and need to take a fucking chill pill. Those people. Not welcome here. No. We out of time for a few reasons. Uh, one of which uh, your man says a deadline that he will probably be frantically yelling at Caitlin about this time next week oh absolutely so much so much yelling i'm just like prepared <laughs> she, she's like what am i getting out of here i'm like maybe four not thinking to myself wait i need to tie her to a chair and make her read this draft before she walks <laughs> out of here today so she can give me some direction so i can spend my my third day off uh writing in, furiously in a, in a useful fashion yeah so that's one reason the other reason is 
we like struck on a smooth like 24 degree day here in yeah. Toronto. So and we don't know how long that's gonna last. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta make the most of like, that. Like I mean, I'm counting the minutes. I'm like, any moment now, the sun will come out and we're fucked. Any moment, it may be 35 degrees. Yeah. yeah. So we got to make the most of that shit. So that's why you get two episodes of August Watcherama right now. Because we are out of time and news does not relate. No. We're going to do something fun that we did uh, a couple years ago. I apparently didn't do last year. I don't know why. I don't know why either. It's We're a good fools. It's a good bit, you idiots. It's a good bit. God. Um, it's a good bit. And it relates to something that is upcoming next weekend. So you are hearing this, friends, on August 28th, I believe, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I gotta look it up. Oh my god! I want to look it up. Hey, if we're gonna be at a time, we might as well be at a time the right way. Radio magic. Radio magic. Yeah. Episodes debuting on the twenty eighth. Scant two days later, on August thirtieth through September second, it's Fan Expo Canada. Yeah, it is. Toronto slash Canada's equivalent of Comic Con. Something we celebrate every year although we do not go to it <laughs> absolutely not a we don't have the money b we don't like crowds because <laughs> and more more the first oh absolutely more the first but the second also and like let's face it we've talked about this before people who are part of many of the fandoms we are part of don't like water and soap apparently <laughs> they don't comic books book places smell weird girl you funky you need to wash up don't get mad when I don't mm, want to. Mm, mm, you need soap mm, and water and soap mm, mm, and water. Mm, soap mm, and water. Mm, Shout out mm, to DJ mm, Assault. Mm, Everybody mm. go listen to Ass and Titties. Yeah. Ass and Titties. Ass and Titties. Ass This is what happens when we have no news. What are we talking about Fan Expo for? Well, one thing we did a couple years ago for Fan Expo, if you're unfamiliar, you may be somewhat alarmed by the caliber of guests that Fan Expo gets these days. Yeah. The nostalgia, firmly established in the Nostalgicon circuit. Absolutely. Not just, not just Lou Ferrigno anymore. <laughs> you know how many sad cons I've been to in my life and just a Lou Ferrigno just chilling. Aw. Trying to sell a headshot. But I'm sure he did it. He, he did. Listen, if I had an extra 20 bucks, I probably would have. But I had, you know, stupid shit to buy that's currently sitting in my parents' basement. Woo! The 20s! <laughs> wow! Man, we're going to talk about going to Japan. You oh. could have been to Japan oh, like, like four times by now. Yeah, I was going to say. Four times by now. God, children, listen. When you're at that sweet spot in your 20s, you mm-hmm. don't really have expenses. You're not getting too much pressure to move out yet. And you're just caking up from your shitty first shitty job. If it's in your career, even if it's just shitty retail, you have no yeah. expenses. So it doesn't matter. You'd be working minimum wage retail and still be caking up enough when you ain't got no rent. Take that money and travel. For God's sakes. It is so easy right now for you. Just travel. Travel or save up money to, like, buy a thing you can travel on. <laughs> buy a boat. Yeah, buy a boat. I mean, it wouldn't be my choice, but do it if it's your choice. But if you're unfamiliar, a lot of these celebrities uh, go to these conventions for a little uh, little easy stuff. Well, it's not easy. I'm sure dealing with the public for, you know, four hours at a time is not exactly the easiest gig in the world. But... And many of them are very, very, very nice. Incredibly nice. But they will either... Charge for photographs, autographs, what have you. Yep. That sort of thing. And, uh, you know, get a, little, get a little something extra in their pockets. So what we did the one year, it just kind of happened. We were just looking at the cost <laughs> of some of these things. And I don't know if we were straight prices writing it or if we were just like, you could do better. Or, or yes, or I actually you, would pay for that. Or you are overcharging. Yeah. Um, so I currently have the list of celebrities, some air quotes, some not. Um, who will be appearing at this year's Fan Expo. Good Lord, there's a lot of them this year. Holy shit. Um, and I, we will look at some of these, uh, some of the costs. Okay. And some of the services available. I'm and, ready. Uh, I'm prepared. My body is we ready. We will decide. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight to, let's start straight at the bottom. I'll try to go bottom up here. Okay. Straight at the bottom. The last one listed. Here we go. Here's a, here's a good baseline. Okay. And it's regional. Okay. So this isn't going to make much sense. To people, unless you're Canadian, right? Pat Mastroianni, okay, who some of you know as Joey Jeremiah. Oh my gosh, yeah, Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi yeah. High, yeah, and certain appearances on uh, Degrassi: The Next Class or the he might even still make appearances on the current Degrassi. Well, he was on uh, Degrassi: Next Generation, was he? As like a dad or something? Yes. Autograph, 
from Pat Mastroianni. Yeah. Thirty dollars. No. <laughs> You're not paying thirty dollars for absolutely for not. Joey Jeremiah. Not even a not even a photograph. Thirty dollars for an autograph. Although he'd probably be pretty chill, and if you just like rolled up and was like, "Can I get a selfie?" He'd probably be cool with it and wouldn't charge you for it. But yeah, thirty bucks for an autograph. That's insane. From Joey Jeremiah. Uh, sidebar: The actor who played Snake. Yeah. On Degrassi, and yeah. I think has a lot more presence on the current shows because I think he's the principal of Degrassi yeah, on yeah, the current shows. Right. Um, oh, also thirty dollars. How is that comparable? Seems, seems like more of a steal. Yeah, because he's currently on the show. Yeah. Um. All you Degrassi heads can fulfill your needs there. And they're probably also doing their traditional uh, Labor Day screening of the School's Out movie right? that I actually went to last year. No, you did not. I didn't, we didn't talk about this? I, we must have. I swear I to just, God, we talked about I, it. It was a whole year ago. <laughs> Who can remember a year I ago? I can barely remember like a week ago, let alone a year ago. Um, stepping up a bit. Let's not go with the obvious. Let's go with Wallace Shawn. Okay. Caitlin, of course, knows who Wallace Shawn is immediately. <laughs> Wallace Shawn... From my dinner with Andre, frequently, I remember from the, being on the Cosby Show a lot, um, but also was in the Princess Bride. We have a number of actors from the Princess Bride appearing yes. this year yes. at Fan Expo, and Wallace Shawn, you can get a photo, you know, a little selfie, a little post photo with Wallace Shawn. Yeah, fifty five dollars. Uh, eh? uh, no, yeah. no. Okay, if I make. Let's just say I bring home, not what I make, because that's, you know, gross income, all of that jazz. Mm-hmm. But if I, I bring home $10 an hour, I would have had to work for five and a half hours. That's, that's how you're ranking it? That's how I'm ranking it. Number of hours worked. Yeah. For a photo with Wallace Shawn. Four and a half hours. You can bring a sign that says inconceivable or something and you can hold it. No. It'd be a good, good talk piece. Talk piece for if the you're mantle. Really into like the Princess Bride or um, like just like a, a a film head or big into like you were like a television person and you really loved nineties television specifically, then maybe. But yeah, I'm not seeing any combos on these as well. I remember when The Walking Dead, you get a lot of combos in there. Like yeah. you get Shane and Daryl for like a two for one price. Mm-hmm. Um, now then, so okay, so what did I say? Walshon was fifty five dollars. Yes. $10 more, Chris Sarandon. I don't even know who that is. He's the villain from The Princess Bride. What? How can you, again, how is that comparable? He's Prince Humperdinck. Yeah. I mean, I suppose if you absolutely adore The Princess Bride, if that is your jam, maybe. Well, let's be honest. If The Princess Bride is your jam, you're not paying for Wallace Shawn. You're not paying for Chris Sarandon. You're paying for the Dread Pirate Robert himself. You absolutely are. Mr. Carrie Elwes. Really? Who will be there. All weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for the same price as Chris Sarandon. What? There we go. That's what we're. That's what we're here for. That's the deal. That's why we go through <laughs> this because it's like, yo, you're not paying sixty five dollars for Chris Sarandon, but you would definitely pay sixty five dollars. Yo, he was Robin Hood Men in Tights too. So yeah, he was. Come on. All right, so that's that's our leader for the first deal of the day. Number of wrestlers at this show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Triple H is going to be there. Holy crap. And I remember I, when I was looking at this earlier, Triple H didn't have any prices listed. Oh. So either Triple H is just, you know, slacking. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe Triple H don't need the money. Maybe, maybe not. Triple H is like his good PR. Maybe he gets a flat fee for going there anywhere and he just has to chill out and, you know, talk to the people. Yeah. AJ Styles, current current WWE champion of the moment. Yeah. See if Samoa Joe takes his title tonight because it's SummerSlam weekend as we're recording this. Yeah, I think I think The Miz was the only one who had any prices listed. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Okay. Steve. Yeah. The man who played Steve from Stranger Things. Yes. Sidebar, apparently it's been announced that Stranger Things 3 is uh, very inspired by the movie Fletch. Yeah. Did you see that story? Yeah. Uh, uh, That's a weird take. That's a weird take. Gonna, people are going to be disappointed in that, I think. But yeah. anyway, it was, it was, Stranger Things wants to get goofy. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be weird and scary. Go well, ahead. Get, they, go, go, they, get they goofy, get, Stranger they Things. They get goofy. They do get goofy yeah. sometimes. A little sidebar with Dustin refusing <laughs> his, his pet. What, what the fuck are those things called? His pet demigorgon? Yeah. Like, no, he loves me. Bruh. And his hair. Fuck over it. Uh, <laughs> yes, and his hair in the finale. 
Steve from Stranger Things, you can get your photo up, cuddling up to Steve. Yep. $75. What? $10 more. Come on. Than the Dread Pirate Robert. Roberts? The Roberts? Dread Pirate Roberts, yeah. I think. $75 for your man, your man Steve. Um, This would be an interesting one. Maybe we'll just have you start predicting. Because we've established some baselines. Okay, now. all right. So we'll have you start predicting. So Steve from Stranger Things. Yeah, 75 Your current $75. Yeah. Carrie Elwes, some might say, I'm not one of these people, some might say, a little passe, a little yeah. past his time, mm-hmm. he doesn't have quite have the Q rating he once did. No. So $65. Ray Park. From? Darth Maul. Okay. Oh, okay. What do we think? No, this is Darth Maul's bread and butter. Yes. Ray Park. Yeah. You know he's probably, he's out, he's out in these convention streets. So Ray, he knows it's time to cake up. Yes. But on the other hand, Ray Park is, from what I understand, very nice. Mm-hmm. A hundred? Lower. 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 90? Lower. 80? Lower. 70? 75. <gasps> Same price. What? Same price as Steve from Stranger Things. Obviously, if you're going to buy one or the other, you get Darth Maul. You're going for Darth Maul over Steve? Absolutely. I mean, it depends on what you're into. But All right, let's go for some. Let's go for some more highfalutin ones here. And I'm saying, well, let's just get it out there. I know you hate him, but it could be fun to talk about. Your man, your man, the Shat. Speaking of guys who cake up at convention season. <laughs> I thought the first one I looked at might be, wow, okay. So the first one I looked at, the, yeah. the marquee guest, is the most expensive. Okay. So I'll mention that for later when we get to it. All right. Um, I will say I am a little taken aback Okay. by the, the economy of a photo op with William Shatner. A hundred? Lower. Whoa. I'm already... I already thought I was really lowballing it there. <laughs> so, uh, 80? Autograph is 80. Photo op's 85. That's... Okay, that is a deal. That does seem like I remember seeing fucking like when he first started showing up at Fan Expo, it was like a separate ticket. Like, oh my God. You had to buy a separate thing to go like listen to his panel and then another hundred bucks on top of that for your like, like, listen, guy knew how to don't knock the hustle. Guy knew how to make his money off of this. But yeah. He's also been at this for a while. So maybe a lot of the people who wanted a Shatner photo done well, already got already it. Already have a Shatner photo. Yeah. Um, but they're kicking themselves now. <laughs> it's like, man, if I if I waited until he was fatter and older, I could have gotten <laughs> could have saved forty bucks. Um, who else? Let's go. So there's a number, also a number of Back to the Future guests. Oh, okay. Appearing at this event, we don't care about Leah Thompson, but she'll be there. Okay. Play Marty McFly's mom, Tom Wilson, who I believe played Biff. Yes, I believe so. Uh, is there as well? But you may have Christopher Lloyd. That's amazing. Doc Brown himself. Yeah. Will be appearing at Fan Expo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. What are we saying for a photo op? Uh, Christopher Lloyd. A hundred? I'll I'll give it to you. One oh five. One oh five. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's reasonable. I mean, none of it's reasonable, but yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> Listen. If it's hey, if that's where you're making like a lot of your money, and it's Christopher Lloyd, he's been in so much. Listen, these two dudes from two thousand one. I'm assuming this is the only way they make their money anymore. Yeah, if, if you ain't even got prices listed because you didn't bother to submit. Like, yeah. Nobody's planning for it. Um, one other one that might be of interest here before we get into the real the real marquees. Yeah. The top three. Your girl, Lucy Lawless. <gasps> oh my gosh, what? We'll be at Fan Expo. She flies, according to The Simpsons. <laughs> she does fly. Zena can't fly. I told you. I'm not Zena. I'm Lucy Lawless. Appearing Saturday and Sunday. Yep. Autograph Between the autograph and the photo op, it's a range of $15. What do we think it will cost for a photo op with Lucy Lawless? You can get your photo taken with Zena. 85 Spot on. Yes! Exactly $85. Oh my gosh. I actually have a Price is Right theme somewhere on my iPhone. I don't know why I'm not playing <laughs> da, da, it. Da, da, da. All right. So we bring it home here and we get into the yeah. we get into the main ones, <laughs> the top ones here. Yeah. Let's really let's really make this official. Amazing. I've got to say, though, I'm su- 
Okay. So, I'm, I, I've got to say, though, I'm actually surprised Lizzie Lawless is maybe not a little bit more expensive, but... It's, uh, it's definitely definitely the steal thus far. Yeah. All right. Caitlin McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Let's go with our top three listings here All right. on the Fan Expo website. Yep. Number three. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum? Jeff motherfucking Goldblum. Listen, if there was one reason I was going to go to Fan Expo, yeah. it'd be for Jeff Goldblum. Let, let's, let's be real here. There's only one reason to go. You can get your photo taken with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. For how much, Caitlin McKenna? A hundred? Slightly higher. 105? 110. 110. $110 110. for a photo with Jeff Goldblum. You already know the just experience of speaking to Jeff Goldblum in the three minutes you have with him <laughs> is going to be the most amazing experience of your life. The handshake? He's gonna hand he's gonna shake your hand weird. I bet he's gonna say some <laughs> weird shit. He's gonna be like, oh, what are you what are you how, how's Toronto? How are you? <laughs> he's like, oh you're you're wearing a shirt. That's so interesting. <laughs> you will leave your husband <laughs> for Jeff Goldblum. Uh no, but I will have an experience. You will. For a hundred and ten dollars. Absolutely. I don't know. That's that is actually far less than I would have I would have thought. Yeah. Um I wonder what sort of consultation happens here. Like like do they talk it over with the people? Do they just have a number in mind and they're like they're probably like fuck it, roll the dice, let's go for it. They're probably like keep it around a hundred. Because from what I've seen, like some of them are a little high, some of them are a little low, but they're all just around one hundred. Well, Caitlin, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But our number two entry might actually be a posse member. Okay. Might be on the posse. Might have been on the posse at one point. Oh, God. She's clutching her chest. <laughs> Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. 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 Momoa. <laughs> Momoa. <laughs> Momoa. <laughs> you can get your photo taken with Jason Momoa. Yeah. And I mean, he's with Lisa Bonet, so he's probably a mad chill dude. He's probably not going to care if you want to just like get all up on them, put, put your head on your chest or hit your head on his chest or whatever. He probably smells like sea breeze. Probably does. Or a rugby field. No, sea breeze. One of those two I can, things. I can imagine sea breeze and like wood, like like cedar. <laughs> cedar and sea breeze. Yeah. Mmm, Momoa. Momoa. Mm, How much do you think the opportunity to smell Jason Momoa... <laughs> It's going to set you back. And like touch his arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put his arm around you. <gasps> Big old fucking tree trunk arm just around your shoulders. His hair grazing your face. <laughs> That's a little close. I'm kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> a little uncomfortable with that? Um, 130? God damn, woman. Did I get it? I can't have the drops and the prices mic music at the same time, but you would get a ding. Yes, yeah! That's exactly it. $130. That's what I would pay. To smell Jason Momoa. <laughs> you were literally going with what you would pay. <laughs> well, no, it's sort of like the what type of guest, what does he come out with lately? How hot is he on a scale of <laughs> one to infinity? Like, yeah. Definitely the promo is going to be how much would you pay to smell Jason Momoa? <laughs> Geeked out episode 126. <laughs> and finally. Our number one, our top billing yeah. here on the Fan Expo Canada website. Yeah. Appearing just Friday and Saturday. Two opportunities. Oh my gosh. To chill. I said there were a number of Back to the Future stars. Yeah. Canadian treasure himself, Michael J. Fox. Oh my goodness. Appearing at Fan Expo Canada. Now, this is interesting, actually. Okay. But he is obviously the most expensive item on the docket. Yeah. By a hefty, healthy sum. Okay. How much for a photo opportunity with Michael J. Fox? 150? Higher. Oh, uh, 175? $1 lower. It's a very weird price. $174? Yes. How did they come up with that cost? Oddly enough, autograph, $195. I don't know how that works, and there's no explanation uh, it, of it. It, it but. could be because it's so difficult for him. That's heartbreaking, but also probably very no, accurate. No, it's, it's probably very tough for him, and like the energy it takes is probably much more you're than gonna, you're gonna pay for that. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> it's very labor intensive. That's actually a good point. 
You think Homeboy, well, I guess he's doing it live, but I was going to, you think Homeboy just have a stamp at this point? But yeah, he maybe he doesn't want to. I'd let you stamp Michael J. Fox. But yeah, that's really interesting. $174, the highest, highest available celebrity encounter you can have this weekend. It's too bad you, they didn't do like a Doc and Marty McFly like grouping. See, that's, yeah, that's surprising to me. I feel like there would be, but I'm not seeing any, any package deals here at all. Um, other celebrities not mentioned because we don't care about their, about their prices. Like I said, Wrestler The Miz, Charlotte Flair, Paul Rubens. Okay. Will be there. Pee Wee Herman will be there. Uh, Rob Schneider. Oh. For shits and giggles. Let's see how much Rob Schneider's charging. Mm. $50 for an autograph from Rob Schneider. Okay. You are overcharging, my dude. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's some, there's some happy Madison fans that complete us out there who really, really need that. Uh, Evangeline Lilly, our top ranked, oh. our top billed lady, uh, $85 Okay, for a photo. Did Ant-Man and the Wasp come out already? Yeah. <laughs> that came and went. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it. I'm sure it was fine, but... I went on vacation. Sidebar, I'm out spoiler for Teen Titans Go. Stanley is in it. It's apparently an amazing joke. What? Sorry. <gasps> oh my gosh. I've heard this. Yes, it's an amazing joke. Um, who else might we care about here? I don't even recognize half of these people. A lot of Degrassi people because, I mean, it's like around the corner from them. It's really about that. Peter Mayhew, but I mean, always. May Hugh. is always going to be there. Yep. Uh, oh, the other. Who was the sidekick on on Xena? Gabrielle. Well, is she going to be there too, I think. See, they need to do a grouping with Xena and Gabrielle. I totally pay there's for that. There's got to be. $65 for Gabrielle. Come on. That's. Hey, she has experience. She probably knows her worth. <laughs> that is true. You also got to figure. And you also got to figure. Some of the cats out there who are. Uh, we're looking to buy autographs. You mean they're weirdos? Is that what you mean? Or are they just, they're complete Yeah, ass? no, yeah, they're weirdos who will pay for it because, I mean, they don't have families. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I said it. Um, yeah, so, some guy who apparently started on The Walking Dead long after I started watching it. Two guys from The Walking Dead who apparently started long after I started watching it. Hmm. Stopped watching it, rather. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, Richard MacGyver's going to be there. MacGyver's going to be there? Richard Dean Anderson. Oh. Did we talk about my father's weird, like, enthusiasm for Stargate that he developed? Like, <laughs> No. It started airing on some, like, weird, like, you know, my dad only has, like, Netflix and, like, what passes for, like, local television now. Yeah. Like, on a digital antenna, uh-huh. which has a lot of weird channels on digital antenna. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them shows, like, Stargate, like, every day at five. Um, did I ever tell During you... During the winter, he was, like, watching Stargate every day. I think I did tell you that there was a crossover between Murder, She Wrote and Magnum P.I. You did tell me that. Isn't that they smashed. You got really offended. She would not do that. How, how dare you? Yo, MacGyver, you're charging 80 bucks. I could see that. He's, like, a cultural icon. I think, um, maybe that's the same thing where, like, he knows his... His worth. He's been doing he this for a long worth. time. Um... Sidebar, I mean, much cheaper and often ignored when you're so caught up on uh, on all the celebrities. Yeah. Like, if you like comics. Yeah. Like, at this point, they get everybody. Oh, yeah. Our John Byrne, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, Art Adams, Andy Cooper, David Finch, Humberto Ramos, your boy Tom King. <gasps> Tom King's going to be there. Tom King going to be there. Go see Tom King. Nick Spencer, says hi. Jock, go see him. Sana and Marjorie from Monstrous are going to be there again. Ooh. They're it, both very nice. You should both, go say you hi. Should, you should go see them. And Sana will draw an adorable cat in your in your book. And they're just like so happy you're there. Yoshiko Nagashimasa is how you introduce yourself to a Japanese person. She will be delighted if you do it. Yes. Uh, Neil Adams, Lee Bermejo, Mike Del Mundo, Jeff Lemire, Steve Bloom, English voice of Spike Spiegel. Oh. Will be on the anime portion. Uh, who's the princess on Voltron? I don't know. What's her name? Oh, I don't know. Alora? Princess uh, Alora? That's it. There if her go. name's Princess Alora, anyway, she's voiced by Kimberly Brooks, and she's going to be at... Oh, nice. She's going to be a fan expo. 
Um, ooh, a couple of Voltron. Lots of looks like all the Voltron voice actors ooh. will be there. Uh, some weird idol group, but there's a tab on here for internet celebrities, which I just I can't help myself. What? I cannot help myself. Who qualifies as an internet celebrity? YouTube sensation Tobuscus. Oh my god! YouTube gaming all star Lasercorn. What? This is the choices this man's made for his life. Uh. Turn the dress back up. Basically, the point for Lasercorn was wow. The the Jovenshire. Why can't y'all just use your real names? Because those aren't their famous internet names. Oh, the Sean Ward Show. Fuck that, dude. Tobus- uh, I can't believe Tobuscus is still around. Like I, I watched. You him- know who that is? Yeah, I watched him briefly for like a couple months, and then was like, no, I'm done. And that was years ago, though. Like, I was, I think I was in my early 20s. Bunch of rooster teeth people. I can't hate on that. I don't watch that shit, but uh, people I like really like rooster teeth. So go ahead, Tobuscus. What is your jam, Tobuscus? He just, like, does vlogs. That's it. Uh, okay. But, like, I, I'm just, like, I'm actually stunned. No, they, they charge for around. autographs and photo ops, too. No, they do not. They do. <laughs> 40 bucks. No. For a photo with Tobuscus. Absolutely. If it goes into my Xena budget, absolutely not. Oh my God. I got to know how much these people are charging now. He's become obsessed. Lasercorn isn't charging. It doesn't have any prices listed. Who was the other really douchey looking one in here? So hinky. No. You're actually, you're actually smirking with sunglasses on. A suit left at the Joker's dry cleaner, and you're throwing up deuces in your photo. Well, you had the, you had good enough sense not to list your to list your prices if you're charging for it. Oh man! Anyway, it's a world weird world we live in. You don't need to spend your money on that shit. No, you don't. There are other things. Even if you're going to Fan Expo, there are other things you could be spending your money on. And listen, like swag, <laughs> all the swag. And listen, like we talked about around Anime Expo, I'm not saying there is going to be a virtual girl to hump in the middle of an open area like there was at Anime Expo. But if there is, don't participate. Don't be a douche. Don't don't do that. No, that's not a, that's not a thing. And you know, as usual, the same rules always apply. If you're staying there, if you're making a whole weekend of it, six to one. Six to one. As always, six hours of sleep, two meals a day, one shower, one shower every day. Every day. Every day. Preferably in the morning. Don't touch cosplayers. Don't. Leave them alone. Ask them politely to take their photo, no matter how impressive it is. Listen, it's awkward. I remember when I went to Anime North a couple years ago. It's weird to run up to, like, a 17-year-old who's got a really cool costume and be like, I'm really sorry. Your costume's amazing. Can I take a photo of it? They're very pleasant most of the time. Yeah. But if you just, like, run up in front of them and start taking photos, And yes, there are going to be booth babes. And yes, it is super gross and weird. Super gross. Um... Ooh, I wonder if any suicide girls are coming. Yay! <laughs> That's a life choice. It'd be under cosplayers, I imagine, if there were. Because that's got a tab on here, too, Caitlin. I mean, I just have it in my head that Fan Expo's less skeevy than a lot of other. But you'd be type wrong. Things, but I'm, I'm, I might be. But we haven't gone. Maybe we'll go next year. <laughs> we said that two years ago. It can always change. You just need to become famous. God, I always keep on telling you that. Well, when somebody wants to make me famous. <laughs> oh, no. What? Sorry. No, I just I just opened the cosplayer uh, the cosplayer guest list. Yeah. And, I mean, your you're usual. You're Jessica. You're Jessica Nigiri. A number of you know, lovely, talented women. And I, I'm not saying she's not talented, but uh, Vivid Vision from Calgary is someone I used to follow on Instagram. And I'm really good. Do- I'm, I'm doing a lot of, uh, I'm calling a lot of, um, let's call it for what it is, vapid women from okay. from my Instagram feed lately. And she was definitely an early one <laughs> that ah. went. The, 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 she's very talented. She's like an opera singer. She's very talented and successful cosplayer. But yo, she gets on her Instagram story sometimes. I'm just like, oh, hi, yo. I'm here and I'm eating. And this is dinner time, and it's time to nom. Like, the, the two, like, oh. 
it's the two sides of the the needle for her. Right. So she got she got cut. You, you cut her. Yep. Boobs are not enough, everyone. Boobs are not enough. I feel like it should be a song. All we're saying is uh, boobs are not, not enough. enough. <laughs> no appearance information. Well, then maybe I'll watch that. She, she makes a. She has some. She has quite the costumes. Cool. Out there. I think when I first noticed her, she did. Uh, did you ever see Cindy from Final Fantasy Fifteen, the mechanic girl, who just nope. has an outfit that makes no sense? Nope. Basically, like oh wait, the shortest yes. short shorts, a bra, and a leather jacket, yeah, ball cap, yeah. That's how vivid vision of Cindy from Final Fantasy Fifteen, and I went, oh, let's follow her, and then she started speaking. That's what happens every time. <laughs> every time <laughs> you're like boobs, and then and then you're, then it goes for a bit, and then you sing that song, boobs, and not enough. And listen, I mean, it's just the demographic of, like, a lot of the, like, you know, Instagram thirst traps in the world. But, like, yeah. if you are incapable of recording yourself on a camera and not going, oh, my God, you guys, so I went out to eat today and you won't even believe I went to Chipotle and it's free. They gave me free guacamole and I can't believe it. Like, what? Maybe people really like talking to them about Chipotle. That's you all they ta- have. You can talk about Chipotle. That's all they have going for them. Caitlin, I don't understand why they always have to talk like this. I don't know what this cadence is. I know they talk like they're barely moving the lips. I, it's all the Botox. <laughs> I'm, I'm performing with a ventriloquist dummy right now. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're it's doing. So <laughs> Maybe they're training. <laughs> all the future future ventriloquist IG thirst traps out there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, that's your Fan Expo 2018 itinerary. Yeah. Hey, hit us up. Let us know if you're if you're you were on the fence and now you're like fuck it i'm getting my jeff goldblum selfie or like xena please tag us Lucy Lawless. I, want, I want to see them all all of them basically what i'm gonna do on the weekend is just leave like on the on the ig hashtag for fan expo i want to see all your awkward selfies with yeah. jason momoa and jeff goldblum oh man i have this problem and some people know this story about how i can't actually i I swear I'm not starstruck. I don't care that they're a celebrity mm-hmm. or they're in movies or whatever. But every time I try and open my mouth and talk, I say something horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like Who just did you say something horrifying to? No doubt. When um, did you see no doubt? When did right, you say Carver, something horrifying to no doubt? When I was like in a teenager and when did you see them i they were doing this like small show at much music okay and i was there it was like one of those they do like six songs interactive you get to do like an autograph or something and take a picture and just like i couldn't stop talking like the nervousness like me talking when i'm nervous like just totally took over brent carver i told him that i cut pictures out of him all day brent carver Carver is a very well known tony award winning (laughs) actor okay um and he i worked at can stage briefly which is the canadian stage company you embarrassed yourself in front of rent carver Randy and carver? so i was in the elevator with my sister and the company used to rent out apartment buildings in the same apartment building i lived in mm-hmm. and i was interning with them and basically i made what they call like press books where you get you clip out all the press and you put it together and you hand them out and he came onto the elevator and I knew he was very shy. And instead of saying, hi, you're Brent Carver. My name's Caitlin. I work for the Canadian stage company. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed your performance in blah, blah, blah. The words that came out you of said, my... You said, oh my God, <laughs> you guys, you're Brent Carver. I'm Caitlin. No, the words... Again, this is in front of my sister who has no idea who this person is. <laughs> even better. The words that came out of my mouth were, oh my God, I cut pictures out of you all day. <laughs> That, I kid you not, is what I said to him. And he looked obviously alarmed (laughs) because he'd met his stalker and his death in this elevator. I'm going to die today (laughs) in Canada. And I said, I'm so sorry. I mean, I work for Canadian Stage Company and I do the press books. And of course he goes, oh, (laughs) he was like, hi, nice to meet you. I was like, oh, your performance was great. That all came afterwards. He was like, oh, okay, thanks. Have a nice night. Gets off the elevator. Elevator doors close. My sister goes, what the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I was like, I'm sorry. I got nervous. So even though I swear I don't get starstruck, I actually get very nervous and don't know what to talk about or what to do with my hands. Yep. (laughs) 
Yes, there you go. So, if you meet a celebrity at Fan Expo, <laughs> do better than Caitlin. Do better than me. Don't do what Caitlin does. Don't do what Caitlin don't does. does. Yeah. Anyways, so, we have a second half of the show to do. We do have a second half of the show to do. August Watcherama concludes, we had to do an anime. Had to. Gotta be one. Numbers go up when we talk about anime. Anime. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Banana Fish. Yes. When we come back. Do I have to say it like that? <laughs> Give it a try. Banana fish. Yes, we're going. Okay. Yes, right. you do. We're going to talk about <laughs> when we come back after this break. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the second half of the show. August Watcherama concludes this week. <laughs> Another one in the books. Normally, we bring each other things to watch, but there's just so much content. There's Caitlin. just so much content. There's so much to watch and read and listen to that, like, yo, sometimes you just need to take a month to actually catch up on some of this stuff. And um, beyond all that, all the reading and watching and, like, you know, listening to... Sometimes you have to engage with people, and that just takes up all your time. People invite me to dinner, and I'm like, no, I have content to consume. Yeah. So much content. So we basically do August Watcherama so we can catch up a little. And really, August Watcherama, like, flew by this year when I actually did looked at, like, how many were left. I was like, oh, there's only two more left. Yeah. Well, bye, August Watcherama. Bye, wa- yeah, it's only four weeks. It's gone. Like that. Like that. But despite it being August Watcherama, but despite it being August Watcherama, we still have rules. Of course we do. We're not savages. It, what is this? Chaos? <laughs> Just complete and utter chaos? Whatever lord of chaos. No. Lords of order. <laughs> we have rules. God damn it. We have. First one being the rule of three. Basically, if it comes in parts or episodes or chapters, we will read, watch, consume three of those so that we get a sense of what the thing is trying to become. Yes. Second rule is hashtag save it for the pod. We are not going to talk about that thing until we are sitting in front of these microphones because we want to give you the freshest of takes. Half the time, I don't even know if Caitlin's seen the thing until we're sitting here. No, we don't talk about it at all. Whatsoever. He has no clue. I bluff. Make sure my twitching doesn't show through. Just, just like narrow my gaze. Narrow gazes. Just like narrow gazes at each other. Just like, yeah. did you watch it? Did you watch it? it? Did you? Did you watch it? I don't know. Hmm. I don't believe you. Not sure. I don't think you did. I'm bluffing. <laughs> um, we'll see when I give a murder she wrote. Um, the third rule, which like, is... <laughs> yeah, Jessica Fletcher solved the murder. Of course I watched it. <laughs> the third rule, which isn't really a rule, it's more of a policy, is... Uh, I'll do that again. The third rule, which isn't really a rule, but is more of just a policy, is that there will be spoilers. There will be. So there's no saving things for the audience. You should have already watched at least three episodes. Listen, if you decided you wanted to hang with this, we gave you ample time. Yes. Like at least two weeks. At least. They're half hour a pop. It's ridiculous. Well shorter than a single episode of the Vietnam War documentary. Or collateral. Or collateral. You could have watched like two-thirds of this in the time it took you to watch one collateral. God. So we don't care about spoiling it. No. Super spoiling. And frankly, this show burns through plot so fucking fast. <laughs> yeah. So lots of spoil. Anyway, what is that thing? New anime season. Yep. Steady as the tides. Four times a year. New anime season. And every time there's an anime season, I'm like, oh. Uh, so, there's so much. A lot. There's so much. Lot. I'm like officially two seasons behind on fucking Attack on Titan. Like... Yeah. Am I ever going to watch this what show are you doing? again? Where's my Cabinary? Yeah, exactly. Sidebar. Yeah, where the fuck's the new season of Cabinary? Uh, I just was like, fuck My Hero Academia, which we knew was going to happen eventually anyway. Like, But, like, it's just so, so much. But one show, I kept every year there's one show. Every season there's one show that mm-hmm. just kind of, like, burbles up. And really, like, it was, like, we're on, like, week five of the uh, the summer anime season. So, like, really, we could be over this show by now for all I know. But when yeah. it first debuted, I was hearing a lot of burbles. About a show called Banana Fish. Mm-hmm. Banana Fish. Banana Fish. And one of the things about Banana Fish that struck me as odd was I feel like 
that was a name or a title that harkened back to my my earlier anime days. Yeah, good old days. The good old days when you had to like send out for VHS, and it took like two months. I was in the in the weird section of Blockbuster, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are all these things? I'm never going to see. Right beside, well, not Blockbuster, but like in the corner stores where they had all the weird videos leading up to the secret door with they had the porn videos behind there. <laughs> yeah, with the bead curtain. <laughs> the bead curtain. Good lord, what the hell were they doing up in East York? Um, <laughs> But banana, yes, banana fish is actually a a shoujo manga. It is. Which means it was targeted towards the ladies, mm-hmm. specifically the girls. Mm. It ran from 1985 to 1994, written and illustrated by Akimi Yoshida. And now in July 2018, we have it adapted into an anime. We do. So all the descriptions I had and synopses I have of this show are really kind of about the manga. Yeah. <laughs> which debuted in the 80s. Which was is probably quite different. So I'm going to have to correct some of this on the fly. All right. Synopsis is, nature made Ash Lynx beautiful. Nurture made him a cold, ruthless killer. <gasps> a runaway brought up as the adopted heir and sex toy of Papa Dino Golzine. Ash, now at the rebellious age of 17, forsakes the kingdom held out by the devil who raised him. But the hideous secret that drove Ash's older brother mad in Vietnam... It wasn't, it wasn't the Vietnam War was in, this, in this story. No, what was it? It was probably like Desert Storm or Afghanistan okay. or Iraq. Right. Also, they have cell phones now. Yes. Uh, the secret that drove Ash's brother mad suddenly fallen into Papa's insatiably ambitious hands. And it's exactly the wrong time for Aiji Okamura, pure-hearted young photographer from Japan, to make Ash Lynx's acquaintance. This is from Studio Mappa who did Yuri on Ice. And for not just that reason, when this show first hit, it was like Yuri with guns. Mm-hmm. Like I was told, as in, soup's gay. Yeah. But soup's violent. It and is... gangsters. And yeah, and just kind of odd. Yeah. So the plot, as said, is yes, uh, Ash Lynx, what a terrible name. The, <laughs> as, the worst. As, Aslan. Sorry. Are we going to talk about? Are you going to talk about the plot right now? Are you going to break it down? I was just going to break it down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to jump in on something? Or? No. There's so much. <laughs> there, there's so much to jump in on. So I will let you do a little bit of the plot. For what I can remember, because I watched the first episode like when it aired, and right. then just jumped in on the second two like mm-hmm. this morning. Um, so I believe yes, Ash's brother died. Ash's brother went nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, started attacking his platoon, his own platoon. That's correct. And. As they subdued him... You don't know that they're brothers yet, obviously. They subdued him, he mutters, banana fish. Yeah. The phrase, banana fish. Which, as is mentioned by characters in the story, all they think it is, it's like, oh, it was a Salinger short story, or a Salinger novel. Yeah. Which I believe it was the novel or short story, it was called A Good Day for Banana Fish, or something like that. Um, another thing that dates this story, because who's still checking for Salinger in 2018? Because, really, burn it. <laughs> Anyways. God. Good lord. I mean, yes, he's a little dated, but... Hate go that far. I'll, listen, Franny and Zoe heads, you come for this one. Don't come for me. Yeah, come for me. <laughs> someone has opinions. Someone has opinions. Um, we then discover who turns out to be the person who turns out to be his brother, who is a young thug gangster. Yep. But prodigious, bit of a prodigy, owns his own, not owns his own, but like has his own crew mm-hmm. has all the crews under him does he have a technically have all the crews apparently he's got the puerto ricans the blacks the mexicans <laughs> is that a phrase that's actually said in that? yes it is okay um he's just walking down the street one day and some dude like dies in front of him and also says banana fish yep which is a phrase he recognizes because as we realized it's the, he knows it's the same phrase his brother said dude hands ash a vial of some sort or a pendant mm-hmm. some sort of powder or something in it and having this Vial handed to him, puts him in the crosshairs of the the mob boss that he works for, and his utility begins to be questioned. Um, they're looking for ways to perhaps get rid of him because he knows too much, or he's yep. starting to figure out too much. So it's time for time for Ash to go. So it's the the tension there, and as well, they're, they're journalists. What are they investigating? I don't know why. No, they're, there. they're just they're doing a, an article initially on the gangs of New York, mm. like this gang in New York. So this, yes, this reporter and his photographer, young IG. Yep. Who him and Ash are just, just drawn to each other. Mm-hmm. Just something there. Mm-hmm. Crackling gay energy. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and then, yeah, Ash, the, the mob boss, obviously there's another Lieutenant who's got a, got a mat on for Ash because he got his fingers chopped off or reattached or something. Yeah. 
Um, so Ash and IG and this kid Skipper. Um, she also drawing black people, not, not comically, not racistly. <laughs> Respect that. Um, cause Skipper is a young, young black boy. And yeah, they all get kidnapped and they escape and eventually Ash ends up in prison. And because he's a black boy, Skipper dies. <laughs> Because we can't have anyone who's black in the story. Because we can't have, we can't have everything, Caitlin. Um, so yeah, a lot of action. I've heard this criticism because listen, you heard the dates. This manga ran from 1985 to 1994. Uh-huh. This show might get 12 episodes, so I think we are burning just phone books of plot. I don't care if they burn phone books of plot. I'm fine with that. But is this the worst writing ever? <laughs> Ever speak on it? God, it was awful. And like the, um, if you're gay, you're automatically like a pervert. And everyone's like, he's been raped like multiple times by three episodes. Or like, like what the hell? Like, come on. And oh, just like the uh, the sexual assault of children as like an edginess thing, like. Oh, just so much of this made me so angry. Also, did I mention the writing is terrible? You may have, yes. It w- It is atrocious, atrocious. Burn through plot. Do that. I don't think that. I don't think you can separate them. I think the writing is bad because they're burning plot. I think. I think it's like mad exposition of like. Hey, we said they were burning plot in Collateral. Yeah, but there were stretches in that that weren't terribly well written either yeah but not this bad not this, no there's a certain cheesy melodrama to this oh as well. i i i i rolled my eyes so many times i thought they were gonna roll out of my fucking head like just terrible stuff things that didn't make sense um the only good thing was like first of all i'm sorry i'm having a hard time saying his name aslan because that is the lion from from the narnia chronicles well, his name is ash but his real name is Aslan something made up mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Caligari or something. I don't know, but it was stupid. Yeah, Cal- Calabrese. Okay, there we go. Stupid. Aslan Calabrese. Um, so Aslan and... IG. IG. Um, like sometimes... <laughs> the, the Yuri. The Yuri. Sometimes when they're a little bit, they're together a couple times, like that's okay. But when they immediately, when, when Skipper got killed, I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. This is stupid. This is, he has enough going against him. He doesn't need something else. Right. Like, oh, to motivate him. Yeah. There's Mm. like so much there. I just, and the way they treat, uh, gayness and rape is just, Horrifying. Anyways. Was it in oh, was it in three or four? I don't remember where they where Ash has been Detained. before Ash goes yes, and they're like, let's whip out the child porn. That's yep. why that's why you murdered him because you were mad at him. I was like, Oh, this is I mean it's not like it shows anything. But it it does show it. It shows to the... something. Like a you know shows a weird movement of like a of a hand or something on the corner of the screen. And it's like, you're doing a little too much. Yeah. Um, I'm just chilling out watching child porn. Cause that's edgy. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I will say with all the like debate over episode seven of you're on, you're on ice about like, did they kiss? Did they, did they actually kiss or yeah. was it just a close hug type of thing? Ain't no denying they kissed here. No. <laughs> and even that, like, I don't think Ash has got to get a note out of prison. So he like, plants one on tongue, tongue and all to eight to IG. but i don't think he needs to do that to get him the note right? also it's a real long note and i don't think he fit all that in a pill capsule but. absolutely not <laughs> dear ig i hope this note finds you well i apologize <laughs> for sticking my tongue down your throat in the middle of a prison say when you have the time if you could make your way back to the doctor's off if you could go to this restaurant in chinatown and ask for shorter by the way i had shorter is the only good character in this yeah i'm down i'm down with shorter i am also down I with like shorter him. Which means I'm pretty sure he's probably dead before the series is over as Absolutely. well. Um, I was a little taken aback that they shot the kid. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you hate it as a plot device, but I was like, yeah. oh, okay. People just... We're just going to do that. You just didn't in make a, any sense. In a comic that was... A property that was aimed at girls. It didn't make any sense. As a plot device, no, it didn't. And um, I admit to being let down by this. And I've also heard some complaints that apparently... Um, 
I'm repeating the subtitle, don't come for me, but there's a couple uses of faggot. Well, I and was going to bring that up. Apparently, if you know Japanese, the word that's used in that uh, in that line is might be kusiaro, which is just means asshole. Right. There's no homophobic or sexuality put onto it, but the subtitles Says, are adding that so onto it. The other thing I want to know is how bad this person is at translating or what decisions they've made. Mm. Because I get the sense that perhaps it's better written in Japanese. Like Possibly. Much better written, but I'm not sure about that. And this isn't, is this the first time? I feel like Amazon's had issues before with some of their... So this is on Amazon, mm-hmm. which means they're they're handling it. They're footing out for the uh, for the simulcasting, which means they it's their translators and folks that are dealing with it. And I feel like this isn't the first time. I know there was some issue with the Ariana's subtitling where they used boyfriend or they used girlfriend right. <clears throat> as a subtitle instead of lover, um, right. in more sexually neutral terms like that. Um, but yeah, that is troublesome if it's like you know, you deliberately used a slur yeah. when the actual Japanese word is much more just means asshole or prick or something like that yeah which would make more sense um yeah the whole gay sex is the worst punishment that could ever befall somebody is uh, that's clearly a product of its a a bad a product of its time that maybe did not need to be brought over into a you know redo adaptation of an 80s property and like they used rape as like very sexual which is not it's violent um so that's a a huge problem as well (laughs) dude almost gets raped like four times an episode yeah like it was awful (laughs) every time somebody threatens them it's immediately like physical threat reaching him a pants yeah you're so pretty ash yeah relax (laughs) he's been here like five minutes okay (laughs) you don't have to rape him on his first day (laughs) come on god yeah so so yeah um, a problem uh, I, I don't know that I would uh, um, stay with this. I've got to say, Luke Cage did better. Which part? Oh, the, the love pr- pr- between prison gayness? To, b- b- like the prison gayness, the love between two very like what should be tough guys. Not in the photographer's part, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, Kira. Oh, did she like it? She liked it around first episode. I don't know if she's still rocking with it or not, but well, Kira, she was she she was one of the recommenders early on. I think you're great. <laughs> Hopefully, you've seen sense, and you've gone into something better. You can offer us that one. Solid five for me. It's like three for me. Wow, is that the lowest score you've ever little, given I, anything? Well, really, well. Uh, lowest score may have been, um, you know, where they put a 15-year-old in no clothing and everyone's like, no, it's her power. You know what I'm talking about. And there could be a million shows. Uh, the one where it, it bites her, it drinks her blood. Oh, Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill may have been lower. That's a good question. I don't know. If it was, I don't know that it should be. I feel like you you saw more to enjoy in Kill a Kill than you did. Maybe. In this. It's a possibility, but I know Kill a Kill was also very low. <laughs> Kill a Kill was very low. Yeah. Anyway, that's on Amazon. If you want to check it out, tell us we're wrong. <laughs> what do they know? Jesus Christ. Don't berate the listeners. <laughs> I wasn't berating them, just if they say we're wrong. You idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let us know if there's something we've missed or if it gets better or does it deal with any of this trauma? I'm fine with having trauma in a show if it gets dealt with and talked about appropriately, but everything I've seen is inappropriate. I don't think this show's gonna. I think it's... We're dealing with some sort of super LSD that can, like, makes people go, like, suicidal and attack other people. Like, or it's broad, we're broad-stroking it here. I think yeah. this was a show that was... I think it was a property and a story that was like may have been interesting in the late eighties, early nineties because mm-hmm. of what it was doing with its, you know, take on homosexuality and being a essentially gangster story right. uh aimed at girls because it had pretty boys falling in love with each other. But I don't know that it's I don't know that it's sticking the landing in, in twenty eighteen, but No, it's broken its ankle and needs to hobble off. Jesus Christ. Come at me. Get up off Twitter. If you'd like to. Geek down pod in your social of choice. <laughs> We're probably there. You can yell at us as much as you want. You can Google us. We will be there. We're Googleable. We are Googleable.
You, know, you can email us, geekdownpod at gmail.com. And of course, the old mall of social media. Mm. Facebook at <laughs> www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. Yeah. Don't mind Clarence behind the counter. He's It's more on like a, you know, we're just giving an opportunity to a retiree, right? Like he doesn't. Yeah. He's wearing comfortable shoes. He's got a chair. He just, he just wants to hang. He doesn't want to give too much time. I mean, you know, we don't, we're not that invested with that property. So like. Yeah. We just want someone in there. We're just riding out the lease. So. Yeah. yeah. We got to be there till like 2020. So. Yeah. It's a really bad financial decision on our part, but we're stuck with it. So we're making the best of it. I think that's, you know, it's a positive for us. <laughs> it shows that we've got like good character. You do have good character. Yeah. <laughs> Did you miss us guys? <laughs> Friends, thank you so much for hanging with us as you do every week. It truly means the world to us. We'll be back next week for a regular in-format, in-time episode. We hope you will join us then. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Caitlin got her groove back. <laughs> Caitlin got her groove fucked. It was a plane. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> Worst oh movie ever. Oh, God. I laughed so hard I farted. <laughs> <laughs>